Welcome to the On Target Living Podcast, a place where health and human performance meet. Well, Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. You got some New Year's resolutions on the, yeah. on the list? We got plenty we want to share. Yeah, so before we jump right in, I just wanted to talk about how we can help our listeners make this new year different. I think so often people follow these diets that they can't maintain or that has them giving up the things that they love and then they find that, you know, February comes or March and they've already fallen Jump off. Ship. Yeah. So I think how can we help people just make this new year different and what do they have to start thinking about? Because I think so often people want all this information or they want to follow a certain plan when it really starts with just the mindset and getting internally motivated of, of why you want to achieve certain things. So, Dad, what would you say is the number one thing people have to start with when looking to make a change? I, again, I think it's it all gets back to behavior, but what one habit are you going to start focusing on? Because if you're trying to focus on a bunch of habits, that's why we fall apart. I'm going to start working out six days a week and eat in the center of the target and, you know, meditating, meditate and the list goes on. But really, what one habit are you going to build? And to me, that's that's really where 97% failure rate with the diet industry. What other industry has a 97% failure rate? Well, it's because it's too extreme for most people. So again, it gets, really gets back to what habit am I going to be building? And that's really, to me, once they have that habit, they're going to have it forever. The reality is, why, why does everybody set some type of New Year's resolutions? Because the year before, they didn't they came out of that year with something that they either want to improve or maybe they want to get rid of like weight because they put it on. So I think the big thing that you said is that internal motivation. What makes this year different is if you can tap into your, your drive, you know, creating that intrinsic motivation, um, because you want to, that means you'll do the hard stuff when it, comes a little more challenging like when no one's looking when no you're one's gonna looking. actually do the things that you want to do you make it your own because you know people are getting for the holidays they're getting fancy devices maybe they're getting a peloton bike or a treadmill or all these different things that are external motivators but if we're not internally motivated we're never going to get on that bike yeah that's i mean that not that that's not a good product or a, a good tool but a lot of people buy those things and never use them because it's they're not internally motivated. So whatever the, the mode is or whatever the outcome is, you have to come back to why do you want to do it? And that's your internal drive. And so if, if you're, you know, for you, you're, you're planning to do a potentially doing a bodybuilding show. You better have some intrinsic motivation, right? Because that's going to be hard. Father, father, daughter duo is going to do this. Part of the reason we're doing this podcast is for me, just to help me develop this mindset. So I want to do this figure competition. My dad's been doing these bodybuilding competitions for years, and I want to join him in the journey. And I also want to challenge myself, but I also don't want to give anything up. She's I love, scared. I love my wine on the weekends, you but, know? But you and I talked about this again. You said, well, I don't have my mind right yet. And I think that's what our goal today is. How do you get start getting your mind right? But it does begin with thinking about truly what do you want? And I don't think you're that excited about doing a figure contest. 
it, it's it's more of the journey and mm-hmm. what you're going to learn and right. that's where you start thinking okay so what's driving you is uh, gosh I'd really like to put myself out there and just see what happens mm-hmm. and we're giving my all attention then I realized that you know part of entire living is we create a lifestyle that you could love and enjoy right. well that's going to be what you're going to find is probably just a little bit too extreme but now you're on that end of the you're going to learn. You're going to learn. You're going to learn that yeah, that's not really sustainable. People say all the time, you know, you look great up on stage. Can you sustain that? Like, no, because that's not the 80-20 rule. That's right. the 99. And it's not forever. I mean, you said this too. Mm-hmm. You you said it's only, it's three months out of your life. And yes, I think if sometimes we focus on the journey and the experience along the way, then that's really what we're going to enjoy. Yeah, so I'm not so focused on the outcome, getting up on stage in a bikini. What I'm focusing on is step by step. What Mm -hmm. am I going to do today? And I think we get all caught up in the outcome, like the scale's not moving. Well, the reason the scale's not moving is you're not focused on the process. And then the key is how do you enjoy the process? How do you make it kind of interesting and fun and challenging? So I think that's really the point of this podcast. We're trying to get people to start thinking a little differently about you know like for me a big part of the driver in my fitness level is I want to create mobility and flexibility that never was on my radar screen before Mm -hmm. but now it is and so I'm thinking differently about my workouts that I'm spending a lot more time evolving yeah because I know that when I'm doing my restorative type movements that I'm not having the injuries I had before so again I think it's all of us kind of step back um, and thinking about, you know, if your energy is not good or you're not sleeping, we kind of fell into this recently, your mother and myself, but we're redoing our basement and they turned the furnace off. And big part of turning the furnace off is that we woke up and it was 58 degrees. But she looked at me and I looked at her and our sleep was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So again, it really, really reset that, hey, a big part of getting a better night's sleep for me personally is I'm going to keep my temperature at 60 mm-hmm. degrees. So now I'm thinking differently about my sleep. That's mm-hmm. a real focus that we're you know, paying attention to. So what if to. we give people a specific example? So what if, and, and we've been talking about this at a team, as a team a lot of just figuring out what outcome you want, the strategy you're going to take, and the tactics. I think this is a good way to break down people's New Year's resolutions or whatever they want to accomplish. So for example, if someone's outcome is to lose weight, where would you start? Well, I would, I would start right from the very beginning is um, why do I want to lose weight? Because losing weight by itself is very weak, and that's why people fail. So to me, I really would go a little bit deeper that if my goal is to lose weight, the outcome to me is that losing weight. The, the process, again, it's not always sexy to be healthy, but maybe I want to do whatever it might be. But I would go deeper of why do I want to lose weight? You're trying to connect the process to the purpose. Correct. And if you don't connect those two, then the internal drive versus might the, not be there. Versus the outcome to the purpose. So one of the, you know, competing in a bodybuilding contest, you you have to think about you will be up on stage and that, you know, you better start doing the process now you can't wait two weeks out and think that's going to work you can't just do the outcome because if you wait two weeks it's not going to happen but my point is when i'm if i had to focus on losing weight and whatever but nothing really happens for me until about week five and all of a sudden the process 
starts to really you, you start stick with it. You start seeing it. So the pro I just focus on the process, process, process. But one of the things I'm trying to realize part of this journey is what am I learning and how can I make it the you know. So it's really kind of a it's challenging, but at the same time, it's it, it's rewarding. it's very rewarding. So, what if someone is says, "Well, my why is my driver is I want to lose weight," and and that can that, be that's fine. But then you say to yourself, okay, so if my goal is to lose weight, because we all know this, you get on the scale and then people just purge. Mm -hmm. I'm going to work out more, eat less, whatever, until that scale starts to move. And if the scale moves, then I, now I have a ticket I can eat, whatever. Real reality is, what do you truly want? If I want to lose weight, get real specific. Mm -hmm. So if my goal is to lose 15 pounds, I'm going to try to lose 15 pounds and I might want to lose one pound a week or four Break pounds a month, whatever it might be. And then I'm going to develop a process. Am I eating frequently enough? Am I doing some type of overnight fasting? Whatever that's the, now we get into the, the, the tactics, the tactics, but the strategy is I got to change my mindset about losing weight because so what, what do you find as far as people like what sometimes I think some people can't identify their big why you know people want to get off their medications or they want to lose weight but it's more than that you know you always say you want to be around to play with your grandkids or there's bigger whys that sometimes yeah, I think I th people I, don't think about yeah and I think sometimes you got to really open people's mind up of what what is possible and so if they're not sleeping if they're cleaning up their diet, they're probably going to start sleeping better. If they start changing their movement, you know, what are they doing? So, again, we have to get around the mindset that what did I do in the past to lose weight? You know, are you moving your body every day for 10 minutes? Are you getting a good night's sleep? Because if you're not sleeping, you're not going to be able to sustain weight loss because gruelin and leptin get out of balance. So the key is to understand is where did, I, where did I fail in the past if I did try to lose weight? And now what am I going to do differently to go in that direction. I, I, and, and, and a why can be the big thing, like your grandkids or your kids or climbing a mountain, but it also could be you're waking up in the morning with aches and pains. And so your outcome is I want to lose weight. And maybe it's like, yeah, I want to feel better. I want to look better. But, you know, maybe a real reason why is that you're starting to have the self-awareness that you don't, you're not enjoying the other stuff that maybe was easier because you have that excess weight or it could be anything it could be little could be big could be medium could be a, a lot of different whys uh, but the r real point is is if you just say i want to lose weight because someone told me i'm overweight or i feel like i'm not looking good in my clothes what we've found is that's not going to be a a powerful enough driver for most some people it is for most it's not because you can just look at the stats if obesity or overweight was a driver we wouldn't have a problem you know so if the problem's not a, a big enough uncomfort zone for people then it's not real a driver so it, it, this is that's the hardest part you got to find something that's specific to me when i'm working with people i really get down to how do you feel are you happy do you have a lot of energy um, is there aches and pains because weight will help those things so that could be a real driver i had a woman um a handful of years ago she came to one of the events that and we talked on the phone after the event and she wanted to lose weight and so and she tried to lose weight all the time but one day she lost a bunch of weight i think she lost 60 70 pounds something like that very substantial 
And then I... Not in one day, but... <laughs> no, over a course of time. But we talked on the phone. I said, hey, let me ask you a couple questions. And she said the biggest change I had was changing my mind about the process. That my goal was not what I was losing. It was what I was gaining. I'm not losing that I can't eat ice cream anymore. I'm not losing that I can't eat cake anymore. It's what am I gaining? I'm gaining fitness and vibrate, you know, that vibrant lifestyle that I'm looking for. I'm gaining. And her whole mindset was about gaining versus losing. And it really hit me like, that's just so precious mm -hmm. when people start. But again, point of the podcast is that you're thinking differently. Mm -hmm. and, and to make the next year different, it is human uh, nature to think about the stuff that you are giving up the negative the the challenge like I, I want my wine I got to give up my wine versus man for th four months at age 33 what am I what would I gain well I can say that I've done it so why do people train for a marathon many of it's because what they're gaining I can check that box so many different things um, but you said something that made me think about fitness so weight loss is a big driver or not even a driver, but a outcome people want. I think it's critical to talk about fitness in, in 2020 because why do people want to lose weight? Well, they probably want to be fitter. Mm -hmm. uh, what if you don't want to lose weight? What if, what if your weight's fine, but a lot of people still are like, I'm not exercising. Why would someone that doesn't have to lose weight want to exercise? Probably something to do with fitness or being fitter or being more mobile or capable so i thought it'd be cool to talk about fitness like what does fitness mean and why is it important to be fit and it doesn't have to be a weight to mean you're fit it's it's so many other things well so, yeah and i we talk a lot about you you don't work out to lose weight you work out to feel good so if your mind is mentally fit then kind of everything else just works and that's a great point that a lot of people are working out who don't need to. You see people at the gym who are ripped. They could probably afford to give a day up, but it's about what it does and how it makes you feel. And I think going back to the internal motivation too, it's not about doing things because you have to or someone tells you to. It's about doing it because you want to, because you like the way it makes you feel. If something makes you feel good, that's what you're going to stick with. If you don't like working out, if you hate the treadmill, you're not going to do it. So don't do it. Well, and I think the big thing for fitness for people is it creates this, that greater capacity to do the stuff you want to do. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when we, we go downhill skiing, one of the things I'm always kind of riding some of the guys I go skiing with is you kind of want to do movement or in fitness so you can ski better. So you can prepare for that. Yeah. And so versus skiing to get in shape. So one of the drivers for me is if I'm going to go skiing, I want to, you know, do mm -hmm. some things, whether it's the mini trampoline and certain things to get me ready to yeah. ski. So when I'm not going to be so crazy beat up. Just to think, because you're not skiing enough. We don't ski enough to get in shape by just skiing. Right. So it's fun to kind of do things, and it's a great workout, but I'm all also preparing to do the activity. So I think fitness for me personally, especially as I get older, is allows me to keep my range. Now, my range is slowly shrinking, but 
I don't want it to shrink very, I want it to shrink very slowly. Right. So, so whether I'm playing paddle ball or one of the ranges I look at all the time is my flexibility. Certain things can I do? And then um, certain strength exercises like a pull up or push up, those would give me the the baselines to look at. And there's all sorts of mind stuff that, you know, you've been talking about. What's your range finder say for uh, how far you hit a golf ball? Yeah, so my rangefinder, which my son's now making fun of me, but I think I can hit the golf ball farther than I have been hitting it. Because I do, I can hit it farther, but it doesn't happen as often. So there's something I'm missing. Maybe it's in my technique or, but again, that's a big part as I play with more guys my age. It's a big deal that people want to be able to hit the ball. And you got to be fit. So as an exercise physiologist what does fitness mean for most people or what's the definition of fitness and maybe let's redefine it for the listeners well i think a lot back in the day everything was cardiovascular aerobic fitness so that was a big thing but i don't think we have enough we don't do enough measurement we talk about blood pressure we talk about cholesterol we talk about resting heart rate all these things that we can measure but we're not measuring enough is just like movements mm-hmm. you know can you do certain movements so when you watch people play you can see they don't have the movements so maybe part of their workout needs to be more of certain movements so when i look at fitness itself it's is it cardiovascular range do you have a heart rate that you can get up to let's say for example 150 beats per minute but can you drop your heart rate 50 beats in one minute of recovery? So repeat that. So that's that's recovery and that's true fitness. It's true fitness. So when I'm working with people and they're trying to be more so fit. So heart rate can be elevated. So they can have But a, it also can come down fast. Very, they can recover. What does that mean? So I can have that, that capacity. And usually we talk about a, a 100 beat range. So for example, my resting heart rate is 50 and my maximum heart rate is 150. That gives me a range of 100 beats of your, uh, and that's a huge, that's a big capacity. What about people that aren't fit? What would that look like? That range might be 30 or 40. And so they'd go up to maybe 130, and but they can't come down they, as quick. Yeah, the resting heart rate might be, you know, 75, 85, 95. So they have a very small range. But if, if they got it to 130 uh, beats per minute, how long would a non-fit person take to get back down to that? Might take them five minutes. Yeah. So that's, that's one thing from a fitness standpoint that... So when we're playing, you know, like a paddle ball or skiing, whatever, you know, the goal is you want to recover faster. And so when you think of fitness, the same thing when you're looking at strength. If I did 15 push-ups or whatever, can I come back relatively fast and do that again? So that's really when you think about capacity and fitness. Mm-hmm. So what were the other measurements that we have to do? A little, like you're talking maybe range of motion. So people f- maybe could go for a, maybe they're cardiovascular fitness was there but they can't take their arm over their head yeah so again we can start out but one of the things we could do is a standing up dog down dog you know you're a a yoga expert but one of the things i look at people sometimes is as they move their hands up the wall their shoulder flexibility has to you know be there so if their goal is to do you know because one of the things i've trained when i'm like training with walt is he likes to do handstands so when i first started doing handstands it's kind of cool because it's working your whole body but if you don't have that shoulder flexibility or the range of motion so my goal eventually over time was again back to thinking differently but doing a a pyramid handstand Mm -hmm. where i'm actually right against the wall but i have to have that flexibility 
to do that. But those are all progressions. So there's a lot of things you can look at with people like where you are today. And, and don't you think when we start focusing on fitness, we start to open up. You talk about what's possible. If I was just focused on weight, we know how to lose weight. Like there's there's a process and if you follow it, you'll lose weight. But it doesn't always transfer into fitness. Well, and this is how we all know this, but if you can do a a, a pull up or you can do a a handstand, you will look like you can do a pull up or a handstand, <laughs> right? Yeah. So the fitness will directly relate to what you're capable of. What you're capable of, but you also will look at the outcome. Mm-hmm. So when I get people to focus on, if your goal is to move, get better balance, you will look like you can have better balance when you walk to the car, right? right? So these are all things that start showing up because I think we all think of fitness as it's, you know, this and this, but it's everything in our life that creates that, that range that we want to do. And now, we, now we're into play. So we can do things that you could get down on the floor. You can huge. when you when you do something, you're not feeling the pain in your shoulder or yeah, your everyday ankle, life stuff. Your lower back. That that's the fitness. So I think fitness is such a, a great thing to focus on. So how do we have a better, different year? You know, I don't know anyone that doesn't want to be fit. Mm-hmm. And I think the people that maybe don't believe that they're fit aren't thinking about fitness as a a true benefit of their their life they're they're not they haven't been a part of that they haven't experienced what it means to be their fittest self and then the weight will come and then the blood work will show up and then next thing you know their quality of life improves but it's interesting with all these grandbabies we have i have you better be fit right? mentally you have to be fit mentally and all that but i watched their movements and you know, like i was watching brady today and he's sitting there and he's got one leg twisted underneath his body and he's got the <laughs> other you know i mean they're just or i watch as i'm mm-hmm. playing basketball with him the other night and I can throw him in the corner and he can bounce back like a, you know, but it's all these watch their movements. It's really intriguing to me that, you know, we slowly start moving, losing some of these things. Mm -hmm. So I look at squatting for me. It's my ankle flexibility. As my ankle flexibility has gotten better by doing some specific recovery, I can squat a lot lower. And so now it's not as hard for me to get off and down the floor. And then when I'm playing like paddle ball more, the more I do this, it's a lot less stress in my back because now I can squat versus bend. So anyway, for me personally, that's when I think about fitness. Yeah, it's not about how fast you can run a mile or how much you can bench press. It's you got to kind of look at fitness as like well-roundedness when it comes to just physical movement. Yeah, maybe you don't like to run, so running a five-minute mile. But, yeah, it's it's the whole – you talk about whole wellness. You know, fitness is the whole mm-hmm. – I would call it mind and body where you want to be fit for many things because everybody wants to move their entire life at their highest quality. And if you don't think about it now, like investing in it now mm-hmm. from a fitness standpoint, we kind of, I think, understand if we lay it out that way, you're probably not going to have – what you're capable of. That's how we make the next year different is we start focusing differently on some of these. Yeah, and I think, you know, back in the day, people would say, so how much time should I spend on the treadmill? We're kind of losing the, I want you to think differently or not about the time on the treadmill. Or what should my heart rate be at? Yeah, or, or you know, getting into the, I, I get all that, but that's, you're kind of losing the, the benefit. I hear this all the time, oh, my heart rate's in this range. Well, wait a minute here. 
the the good stuff is what it does for your brain and you you kind of get lost in space and you know all that kind of stuff but i think that's where we got to start changing our mindset about fitness and sleeping and all these different things that it's all encompassing and i think sometimes we get especially when you think about fitness i'm doing exercise i never would have done before why because it it keeps my Range. my range well and you're excited about it and it's building on to another thing and another right. thing and oh and by the way i like how i feel i mean right. i remember back in my mid to 30s competing squatting bench pressing all these things i had elbow mm-hmm. issues i had shoulder problems my back was killing me wearing the weight belt wrapping the knees and i'm thinking i'm young is this how i supposed to feel and i remember playing basketball it would take me like a half hour to warm up yeah and like now I do my foam roller to do my dynamic foundations and I'm ready to go oh, and yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I don't feel like I'm going to hurt myself. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting how over the years, um, well, well, what, hit me, what hit me that made me think of the fitness, obviously that's what we do. A big part of our role is to keep people fit, but I was going, uh, you know, shopping over the holidays and, uh, I just look around and people are not fit. Mm-hmm. Posture's bad. Um, they look, they look old, you know, they're not able to do some of the things they used to. And that's the last thing that, so for a big why for me is I don't want to have the excuse that I can't. Or limited by that. Or limited. Like if I want to do X, I want the ability to do it and I don't always do it. So I just think that as a, how do we make 2020? You know, when I was in school, the goal for the country was to be healthy by 2020. Mm -hmm. Well, we didn't quite hit that goal. Uh, You know, it's going to be, we still got some work to do, but how do we make this next year different for, and and for the listeners? I think you want to really prioritize your fitness and and thinking about it differently than just like a treadmill run or a a bench press. It's, It's everything. It's being able to do all the things that matter to you at your Or even mental fitness to actually be present with your spouse or your kids. Or, I mean, it it takes a mental fitness to go shopping. I mean, everything. You can just, you know, you can get better in every single aspect of your life. So I I think fitness is a key uh, to help people really think differently. Weight is, I mean, weight is going to be on everybody's mind or a lot of people's mind this this next year but i don't think as many people are thinking about fitness and if you do that that weight will probably become yeah it'll all kind of a little bit less of a a focus every second like the scale isn't moving well maybe your arm can now go overhead without any pain Mm -hmm. let's let's celebrate that and having the awareness that can you take both arms and raise them overhead. Yeah, if you're listening right now, take both arms overhead. Can you do it? I mean, a lot of people just haven't Straight tried. as possible. Hey, get against the wall. Let's see what you're, you know, do you have any shoulder problems? No, 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 I don't have any shoulder problems. Then you put them against the wall and their arms are all crooked. And you're like, oh, I don't have any problems until I raise my arms overhead. So again, our range keeps shrinking mm-hmm. down. And we lose flexibility. We lose balance. Yeah. One of the things let's touch on is a little bit about thinking differently. But what keeps how do you, how you how do you get people to be motivated? What's what's the motivation to get people to think differently? Yeah, you have to. I think you have to externally. If you're guiding somebody, you have to get them to think. Whoa, maybe I can do this. You know, believing. I think believing is sometimes the the crutch to. The motivation. I mean, we're talking about fitness. Why do people not 
why don't they want to do do you think they don't believe they can get more fit they've never experienced it or many of them haven't experienced it and then two they what they believe to be fit or what they believe fitness is isn't lined up with their or not achievable so i think some people think what's the point i'm never going to get to this point you know in my life or but do you find that if you could get people to do one little thing and they see success that builds more confidence that they maybe go to that's what i'm trying to always do is trying to help people show them that if i can get you to have this one success or this one win right that will meet lead to another i think our job is always as quick as possible finding something in their ecosystem that matters to them and show them a some type of process tactic uh, strategy that relates that they're like hmm, I can do this and it's helping me in an area that I care about Because exactly. not everybody cares about the same thing and so our job is to find and line that up and then give them the belief that yeah you if you can't do X I'll show you how you can do it or if your weight isn't where you want and what you've done in the past has never improved it let's try something a little bit different yeah or not thinking of it as a chore you're thinking of it as oh maybe if i moved my body or went on a walk for five minutes i'd be nicer to my husband or i'd have more energy for my kids it's just those simple little wins that i think we need to celebrate but i think it all comes down to making it your own right And that's where the magic is, and that's why diets don't work, is because it's not our own. It's not our own process. We have to not only follow the process, but we have to believe in the process because that's what we believe is right for us. So not doing things because we're telling you to on this podcast or because you see it on social media or you see it on TV, but you're doing it because you want to. So so you trigger something there. Isn't it interesting sometimes if you knew 100% you believed it would work would you be willing to do it if it was connected to something i wanted yeah you would so if you knew it would work and it's connected to what you truly want then what do you think holds people back you think they don't believe it yeah they don't believe it because we need we are so used to instant quick gratification and when that doesn't happen we think well let's go to the next thing or i'm going to give up or i think they think it's too hard when it's when we we can't say this enough it's small steps it's these small so steps so if you get somebody to, let's just say for example they want to lose weight thinking differently and the goal is i want to lose 10 pounds or 20 pounds or whatever but here's the process to follow and then i'll ask them is that process too hard no it's not hard it's great i like it it's good and then they'll get on the scale and the scale is not moving much and then they get frustrated with and i'm like it was that process that hard well no but then they abandon ship so, so they haven't got to the habits yet and that's they the they haven't but right so that i think that's the frustration sometimes is like think, i'm not doing, well i think that's part of it too but i think everyone does their process a little differently some pe- people may need more external motivation they may need a buddy I know a lot of people that they can't work out on their own they just they don't enjoy it and if you make it more of a social thing or an experience that may work for some people I love working out so you're saying you got to figure out what kind of keeps you yeah because I think people can understand the process and we know on target living it works a hundred percent of the time if you follow it 
We know it. We've been doing this for a while. We have a proven system, but there's something that gets in people's way. Either it's they think it's too hard or they don't have the support system they need or they haven't developed their habits. Yeah, and they haven't found something. It's like when we go and work out with the group playing paddle ball, now everybody's playing paddle ball regularly because they like it. It's, and they wouldn't be they wouldn't be over at the gym all the time if they didn't like that. And now kind of throwing some yeah. things at them that can improve their paddleball game by doing some. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. I like that. Back to increasing the range. I mean, I know a lot of people that they'll only go to the gym if they can go out for coffee afterwards with their <laughs> girlfriends. You know, it's right. it's I think the social aspect is missing from sometimes these lifestyles. And when people think that they have to give up their social life to get to a certain point, that's where it suffers. So you're but just I trying, think to, trying to find things that you that keeps you motivated and keep playing around with that. I like that. So let's talk about you know making uh, the next year different. What are some of your guys's uh, strategies, tactics, outcomes? So my, what's your process? My process is. I'm just going to be more aware and have create a little bit more space in my life so that when I am taking time to rest or eat a certain way or move, I'm being purposeful about it versus just going through it in a more mindless way. So I think if I can just plan my day a little bit more and focus and be engaged in my activity, I'm not going to be on my phone when I'm on the ARC machine. Right. I'm not going to be checking emails and all my downtime or uploading photos, just kind of being more present in every moment that I'm engaged in. How are you going to make the next year different? I think a big thing I'm going to try to really focus on is becoming uh, a really a better listener. And then um, from a health or fitness standpoint, uh, I'm going to really continue to try to grow my mobility and flexibility. So I'm going to spend more time doing activities that really increase. So or do you, maintain do you have a that. metric from a mobility standpoint? I do. So there's certain things, like I mentioned earlier about doing like a handstand. If I can do a pyramid handstand, if I can, I need to, um, I'm now I'm working on squatting, um, at, at a certain level so I can get down to about a foot where my rear end is touching just the way my body's built. Um, so I'm really working on some of those flexibility in my ankle. My ankles are really a limiting factor. So can I touch my ankles to the floor, which I'm now slowly getting better at, but I still have a long way to go. But those are some of the things I actually can measure. But And it really helps me to do some of the other activities. I think my back flexibility is a lot of my hip flexor and stuff is something I continue to need to work on. So those are some of the fitness things I'm working on. Yeah, and I I got several, you know, a couple ones that stand out that maybe uh, could help the listeners, but or maybe feel like this is something they could do is trying to get outside more using nature as a way to be more present and then having more times of silence because the silence in my life is slowly getting eaten up by just being busy and having kids in this that stage but i do believe that there's 20 minutes in the day that i can protect to be present and still and quiet that will help with the rest of my day. And so 20 minutes is nothing, but I have to make it a priority. And the big one for me is um, I ha- I love my dog, Boji, 
and Boji's a golden doodle and he's 110 pounds and he's 110 pounds because he eats all the kids food when they throw it off their mm-hmm. plate but more importantly it's because it's easy for me to just let Boji out in the invisible fence and not have to take him for a walk so over the last you know it's been a you know we look and how did you get to where you are Boji's a little overweight because over the last several years with the kids we just haven't been he's been less of a priority and so boji doesn't really control his health Mm -hmm. right so we feed him we walk him he doesn't and and that's so it's on me so you don't usually make new year's resolutions for other people but for me my new year's resolution is boji to get healthier and uh which means that i have to do some things that um i think are important as well going for a walk you know taking the time so you're his support system yeah and so we'll post we'll post a picture of boji he's a a big big uh golden doodle but maybe in 2021 he'll be a little bit more lean and mean i like fat dogs and i like fat babies there's nothing wrong with that just bring him over to play with floyd that will be (laughs) so yeah so we wanted to do this podcast i think everyone's looking for ways to uh start their new year off strong whether it's uh physical wellness, mental wellness, uh, financial wellness, could be decluttering, could be anything, could be spending more time with some people, relationships, but to start the the new year and making it different, you got to find your internal drive. And Kristen, just kind of wrap it up. What do you want them to leave uh, knowing today? Just know that the magic is in you. You got to make it your own, believe in your process because it will work. If your mindset is right and you have a positive outlook on, you know, really achieving your goals and doing it right this time, it will happen. So just stay positive, believe in your process and know that it's about making it your own and having fun with it. So we'll see how you guys do on your bodybuilding show. Woohoo. <laughs> we'll see you guys. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye.